Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbett and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Good morning. It is 7.15. 15 after 7. We're honored to be joined by our friend Gene Valentino. Good morning. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Michael. Hey, good morning. So, so look, I just looked the temperature up because, like, it's, it's 59 degrees here in Hattiesburg, but you're, you're about 68, so about, you know, a little bit, little bit warmer, but I bet it feels nice out there on Interrarity Point right now. Yeah. Well, it is a little chilly. And the breeze is coming in off the water. It's uh, choppy waters, waves that were around a foot and a half. And I'm surprised, but it's a clear sky. So the pressure, that high-pressure system has pushed all the humidity north and east, and so we've got some great visibility. That's good. uh, good. And so it's a good day for flying. Yes, it is. (laughs) So do you want to share? I mean, I won't make you do it if you don't want to, but... uh, I think it's a pretty cool story. Would you like to share with us what you're going to do today? Yeah. Uh, well, I thank you for letting me share it. It's, I, want, um, I want to hear it. I think our audience would love it. Well, you, you're, you're becoming a regular here, and, you know, people want to know your business. Well, this is the Icon <laughs> A5. It's a light sport aircraft. It okay. started its design about 12 years ago, and I bought into it. It was it was really a concept on the back of a napkin at, originally, and uh, now uh, Icon Aircraft, headquartered in Vacaville, California, with offices, a major flight center in Tampa on, on the East Coast, uh, is, um, is, uh, distrib- is up to about 142 aircraft that they've uh, distributed to AV uh, pilots and sport enthusiasts like myself so uh, we are uh, going over to alabama later today to get our airplane and we're going to fly this aircraft off the runway at jack Air- edwards airport and land into perdido bay florida uh, uh near noontime today uh it's an amphibious aircraft so we'll do some water landings and uh it's it's just a, a fun little toy. If you're trying to get from here to New York quickly, I'd recommend a jet or something else. This is an aircraft that's around 110 miles an hour, and uh, it, it's uh, for VFR, visual flight rule flight, uh, generally below 12,000 feet. And uh, it's just uh, it's just a lot of fun. And maybe one of these days, Michael, I'm going to get you up in this thing. Well, you you certainly got my attention, and I definitely want to do that because uh, maybe maybe we can come. Can you come to the uh, Pine Belt up here and show it to Ted? I would love to. <laughs> yeah, there's an there's an airport nearby, or give me a lake with at least fifteen hundred feet in length in one direction, and we'll land. Oh, we got, two, lake we got the... two big airports here. No no worries. No well, worries. we'll have fun. We'll make a we'll do a. We'll do some sort of live remote from the airplane. How's that? We can do that, but uh, but I think it'd be more fun just to come and eat lunch. Uh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> we'll enjoy that. But anyway, okay, so thank you for telling us that story. I knew you had taken delivery of your aircraft over at the uh, Jack Edwards Airport, and 
you know, you're ready to get that thing home. You've, you've built a beautiful hangar for it where you can just drive right up out of the water into your house there at Interrarity Point. And I'll tell you something, folks. You can go to Gene. Do you have pictures on your website? Yeah, we're actually, yes, we do. But now we're ready to put a whole new generation of photos on. We're showing that the plane's arrival, you'll see the construction of the hangar and the site. And when I was, some photos go back about six months when, in, from Tampa when I was flying more regularly out of Tampa. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, give us a, a few days and we're going to have video and new p- photos on www.genevalentino.com. You know, Michael, that's also where we host uh, the uh, WMXI um, uh, uh, Pine Belt uh, interviews we do. Yeah, so the, segments, all the these... segments that we do, you, you do post all of those, and you've gotten a lot of feedback on them, and, and we're happy for that. Of course, uh, you know, you're down in Pensacola, and, you know, Florida is, a, is a, one of those states now that everybody's interested in. If you've noticed... It seems like, uh, to, to switch gears a little bit here, uh, it, it, it seems like that Ron DeSantis is a guy that Joe Biden really wants to pick a fight with. He continually goes after your governor. Our governor was on Laura Ingram last night. They've all been discussing this issue about whether or not the president has the power to uh, – to, to make this notion that he can make companies and make people do whatever his will is, it just doesn't seem right in the United States of America. Now, not that I'm anti-vax, because Ted and I both had the vaccination. We discussed it with our doctors. They told us to do it. You've had a different opinion. You have had the virus. You've been checked for antibodies. You have determined that at this time you don't want to do it. So... You know, this is America still, and people still have free choice. And to berate and demean the American people like Joe Biden did yesterday is a little shocking to me, actually, even though I, I don't or, or really didn't, didn't. I mean, I didn't believe he would go that far, I guess is what I'm saying. But now he has. What do you think about it? Well, he's shown his cards on many levels of leadership and action. He's disqualified himself as a president. I hope there is an impeachment proceeding, which I know will go nowhere because the Democrats are controlling things right now. But, you know, Kamala and Biden were scared to take this Trump vaccine. Uh, uh, The man who got who should get all the credit for circumventing five years of regulatory BS with the help of Vice President Pence. And, and fast-tracking a solution to save millions of lives has now gone almost unnoticed. And now this authoritarian, uh, 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 oppressive oversight that they now demand we take the vaccine smacks in the face of, um, of the liberties and freedoms and the Constitution of this United States. And to your point... I cannot take the vaccine, and I'll share my private matter with you and all all those listening, because I think it's a good story. My doctor told me not to get the vaccine. I was willing to, but I, after spending a little bit of money and getting some other tests done as well, me and my wife, we are we had COVID uh, last November, and our antibody count is so strong in our body that uh, taking the vaccine may cause a problem. 
with the strength and the immunities that my body has naturally built up from the um, COVID um, illness I had last November. So the doctor says, let's not rule it out. Let's take a look at it in 12 months. But that's a personal matter between me and my doctor, which I'm now willing to make public, because the government is now in suggesting they have the authority to mandate that you get the vaccine with no clinical diagnosis uh, or medical information as a foundation for that. This is oppressive. This, uh, we formed HIPAA laws, the HIPAA laws in Congress, with a Democratic Congress, by the way. We formed HIPAA years ago to protect medical privacy of you and me and that it not be revealed in the public. And here, the, the president is saying, let's, um, let's mandate it on companies over 100 employees or more. Well, next week it'll be at 75 or 50 employees or more. When does it stop, Michael? That's a great question. When does it stop? Because once you head down that slippery slope, Gene, we, we, uh, we, we've got to fight this. I mean, not because we're anti-vaxxers. I'm certainly not. I've had it. You can't call me an anti-vaxxer. I've had the vaccine. You have not. my doc, You know, my doctor said, hey, you're getting at the age where I think it would be good for you to do. Now, I've had no side effects. I've had no issues. There's nothing. I can't say that there's anything about that vaccine that has harmed me at all. Ted, you've had it. How do you feel? I feel the same way you do. I, you know, my doctor highly recommended because of my age and medical condition. And I took it and I've had no problem and, and I hope everybody that can does take the vaccine, but I don't like what the president's doing is all. That just voids what we grew up in this country and what we believe in, what I fought for and you fought for and others have. I, I can't go along with the president. You know, Gene, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I think that we have the right in this country, or we should, or at least we thought we had the right, to make our own decisions and to chart our, our own course. Now, if we chart a bad course and it causes us some problems, well, that's on us. But it's not the government's responsibility to tell me what I should do when it comes to medicine. And all of a sudden, you mentioned HIPAA. HIPAA, what, how does this affect HIPAA? And is this, uh, is this something that can be taken to the courts? And can they, uh, you know, can they use this as a weapon against the Democrats, who are trying really to be authoritarians, if you ask me? That's what they really are. Last week, I buried my uh, chief. Uh, chief mechanic, my AMP mechanic, I was a pallbearer in his funeral. He is, uh, he was uh, not feeling well, so he went in and got the COVID vac uh, vaccine. Within a few days later, he's in intensive care in the hospital and has since died uh, of the complications of COVID and double pneumonia. Now, you know, I'm not a doctor. I don't know which came first with him, but all of a sudden I'm hearing a lot of stories about people who are dying after taking the vaccine. Now, I'm not passing judgment, and I, I still believe we have the right to, I, I want to take the vaccine if I can. I believe in the vaccine. But what I learned about the vaccine is that it's so strong that it possibly affects the natural uh, antibodies your body has built up to fight off COVID naturally on its own. 
and it kills off a lot of other stuff. At the very least, it's causing complications that I'm not aware of. Now, I'm glad you got it, Ted, and I'm glad you got it, Michael, and maybe the information I have is exaggerated and wrong. All the more reason to have a private discussion with your doctor on the matter so that we don't run this thing off the cliff on, uh, into, in one direction or another. Here's what I do know. Trump brought forward a vaccine that he chose to take. That was his private choice between him and his doctor. A, a, a vaccine, by the way, that Kamala would not take because Trump uh, had created it. Yeah, we, we've got the, only the you can see the video of that, by the way, that she said, I won't take it because Trump came up with it. But now that same group of people who didn't want to take it last year want to make sure that you have to take it. Yeah, I mean, the politics of this has interfered with science, and I take great offense with anybody interfering with the one of the basic fundamental precepts of our of our society is our privacy and our freedoms and our liberties are are founded with privacy i mean mike pence uh, the vice president was fat turbocharged and fast track a, a vaccine solution under the direction of donald trump and he pushed these pharmaceutical companies into action overnight and some people were offended by that, but he did it and saved millions of lives. Hey, I got an idea. You, oh, so my sister tells me, a Democrat liberal in California, she says, well, look at all those uh, people in Florida that are now getting sick in Mississippi, Alabama, Florida. Yeah, I said, well, why don't you look at the border and the hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants coming over the line, all testing positive. No, and they're shipping them out to Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana. They, they can't get them off the border fast enough. All of us here is, you remember our earlier conversations, Michael, when we talked about deflection and distraction? Biden is on a path right now to, to take our attention off of the border and off of Afghanistan by coming up with a feckless mandate to try to demand that he control the way we get cured for COVID is the most obscene overreach of government I've ever seen. And the Chinese are laughing like hell. Well, let me tell you something. In the Chinese, we've only got about 15 seconds left, but the Chinese Communist Party, that's all that matters to them is their power and their authority. If you, come, if you try to come up against their power and authority, they will crush you. And that's what... I think, and that's where we're headed with the uh, Biden administration right now and, and the left in general. So anyway, Gene, thank you so much. It's always entertaining to listen to what you have to say. We appreciate you joining us every week, thank as you, you do. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you very much, Gene Valentino. Michael Paul will have the weather after the Fox News break at the bottom of the hour, 7.30, Friday morning. Good morning. Looking out for love. So still